Welcome to this podcast for The Clinical Teacher, recorded in Melbourne on the 20th of October 2011. My name's Steve Trumbull and I'm here with Dr Christine Fairbank, who's from the Melbourne Medical School, which is actually where I work also. So welcome, Christine. You've got, you've got an article in the June issue of the journal, which is boldly titled, Men's Health, It is Imperative to Teach Scrotal and Rectal Examination. Why? Why is it so imperative? It's imperative to teach all examinations. Something special about men's scrotums and rectums? Yes, they tend to get ignored. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Why is that? Well, I guess there's several reasons. One is that men tend to not turn up to the doctor very often, so it's a very neglected area. And when they do, we found that at the moment our students are getting very little teaching and practice in that area as, as a routine part of their course. And it's... We're getting students who come out not having done a rectal examination. So, so they're graduating completely unprepared mm. for that. And I'd imagine if the men are a bit uncertain about seeing the doctor in the first place, if their doctor seems uncertain about the examination, they'll probably conspire to avoid yeah. it. Yeah, we've got collusion on a big scale. Collusion. Which is, is not good for, for our patients. No, absolutely. So obviously there's many diseases which are frequent in men which could be detected through better examination techniques. Oh, yeah, look, testicular cancer, very common in men in their 30s. Um, virtually preventable if it's picked up at an early stage mm, mm. Um, and there's things like this that really just shouldn't go missing sure and yeah. healthcare. so a lot of it's about confidence to actually do the uh, examination mm. and removing that i guess barrier to to actually undertaking it mm. Mm. yeah okay so tell us a bit about the program what's involved what's involved in the program we uh, have volunteers from the community that we teach the techniques of the examinations and communication skills Um, And they then go out and teach the students, um, and the students examine them, and they get and the the UTAs give the students feedback on their performance. Okay, so UTA for Urological Teaching Associate. Who are they? Who are these volunteers? These brave men. These brave men, men who really have a very strong interest in men's health. Right. Um, They come from a variety of backgrounds. some come from our simulator patient program, some come from prostate support groups, mm-hmm. some from men's sheds organisations. Mm. Um, so they have a wide variety of ages and backgrounds. Right, so men's sheds sort of being gathering places we mm. have here in Australia for men to get together and talk about things. And often health is not the thing they want to talk about. Yeah. You run a, a, a women's program as well. Do you, you see the women who teach in your women's program having similar motivations to the men who teach in the men's program? Yes. Yes, they all have a strong interest in women's health. Some of them have joined the program because um, they've had past bad experiences Mm -hmm. of um, pelvic examinations or they've had relatives who have developed cancer and it has gone too far before being detected because they've been reluctant to come for examination. So strong, strong sense of altruism there, Mm. obviously. All right. And uh, how does it go? Very well, very well. Um, there's a marked increase in confidence, students' confidence after the the, um, the UTA tutorial. Okay, yeah. so you said they actually do examine the men. They yes. They physically examine them. Uh, do it in pairs or? They do it in pairs. Yes. Um, one UTA acts as the patient, and there's another who is the buddy. Um, and each student has a chance to perform the examinations on one UTA with the guidance of the other. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Mm. And then, obviously, the feedback portion of it will be very important. How is that structured, or 
what actually goes on with that? Um, on the whole, it's structured that the, the patient will give feedback on um, the communication style, how the um, student came across, their manner. The UTA buddy will cover the technique side. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. And you've seen some shifts in confidence, I gather. Huge. Uh-huh. Huge. Yeah. And in all of the examinations before the tutorial, they're not confident, mm. and after the tutorial, they're all. Mm. So that seems to be the greatest barrier to remove, doesn't it? That lack of confidence. Yeah. And, yeah. All right. So confident in actually approaching the task or in what they're actually detecting? I mean, the rectal examination, you need to sort of have a degree of imagination, I suppose, into what you're actually feeling. Do they, do they feel confident in the sort of the diagnostic aspects of the procedure or just in actually getting in there and doing it? I think probably after the one tutorial, it's confidence in actually doing yeah. it. Um, probably to be confident in their findings, they're going to have had more experience, but at least this gets them started along yeah. the road. We've had several of the students comment that now I feel confident to go and examine in the clinics, whereas before I wasn't. Mm. So hopefully this opens that pathway and they become more willing to do the examinations in the clinic, therefore get the experience which will then give them... So that gives them the skills in what they're actually finding Mm. and interpreting. That does make good sense. So thinking about the men's program and the women's program together, do you find there are differences between them in the way the students approach the two genders and the intimate examinations that they're doing, or is it really much the same? Very much the same, I think. It just the, obviously um, for the women's program, we often think, find that the male students are a little bit more reluctant, mm-hmm. um, particularly those of our international students who have come from Muslim countries yeah. find it very challenging. Mm-hmm. Whereas the boot is sort of on the other foot for the for the men's health program. It's mm. the girls who. Um, who have more difficulty. Yeah, and I'd imagine that the uh, UTAs, the Urological Teaching Associates, must be well-trained in um, relaxing the students, making them feel... Well, I mean, they're obviously in a vulnerable situation themselves, obviously, but they'd have to be aware that for the students it's quite a confronting thing to experience the first time. Yes, yes, they, they, they are well aware of that. We talk to a lot about it in the training program. And as in the women's program, we say that, yes, they are vulnerable, mm. but they are also the most powerful person in the room. Sure. Because they can stop it at any time, um, and they are the ones who are in control. Mm. Any traps for young players you could enlighten us on that you might think about if you were setting up a program like this? Anything you've learned from the experience that you'd do differently if you were starting anew? I guess you've got to really screen your people who come to volunteer for mm. the program. Um, we've had a couple of people who um, have not been good team players. Mm. Um, we've had a couple of people come whose English, you really need a fairly high standard of English to be able to cope with giving the feedback mm. particularly. Mm. Yeah. Um, we've had a couple of people who haven't been able to cope Sure. Mm. So a lot of those skills, a lot of the uh, sort of interpersonal language mm. skills and things like that, mm. as well as working in such a, a close and intimate relationship with a, a partner, a buddy, mm. to make sure it all goes yes. well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a wonderful program, and um, obviously it's quite expensive for a medical school to support this sort of program, but it's a high-stakes examination yes. and yeah. well worth the expenditure, I'd suggest. And it's something that, at the moment, they're not getting any other way. Mm. So, yeah. It's a vital mm. skill. Mm. 
Mm. All right. Well, thank you, Christine, and uh, good luck with the continuation of the programs, Dr. Christine Fairbank at the Melbourne Medical School. Thank Goodbye. You. Goodbye.